had said that when a woman makes a nether prohibiting two loaves of bread, which causes self-affliction with regard to one of the loaves, but not to the other, the husband may only be made for the nether regarding the loaf whose prohibition causes self-affliction. Ravasi asked, a Mishnah says that if a woman made a nether of Naziris and her husband was made for without her even knowing, and she then went and drank wine and became tame to a maze, she does not get malchus because the nether is revoked even without her knowledge. Now, According to Rabbi Yechanan, the hafara should only be effective with regard to the drinking of the wine, because that causes self-affliction, but not with regard to eating the grape seeds or grape skins, because that prohibition does not cause self-affliction. And therefore, if she eats these things, she should still get malchus. Rabbi Yosef answered, there's no such thing as a less-than-complete naziris. A nazir is usher in everything that the Torah says, and if he or she is not uh, usher in everything that the Torah says is usher to a nazir, then there is no naziris at all. And that's what happened over here. Abaya asked, Rabbi Yosef seems to suggest that there's no half naziris, but that a carbon would need to be brought for half naziris. Meaning, there's no there's no malchus when it comes to half naziris, but there, a carbon would have to be brought. Meaning, for example, if the woman's nether of naziris was revo- revoked halfway through its term, there would be a carbon. Abaya, so uh, is that true? Abaya said we have to understand of Yosef to mean that there's also no carbon that must be brought for half naziris. Meaning, it's not just the iser; it's even the carbon and a chanami there will, no, will not be a carbon either. A Bryce says if a woman made a nether um, or, or Naziris, of Naziris. Then she became Tomei. And then separated Kabanas. Then her husband was Mayfair. She brings the Chattas bird, but not the Euler bird. Now, according to Abayah, if the nether is cut short, why would she bring the Chattas bird? And for the Gemara, if Abayah is incorrect, why doesn't she also bring the Euler and the Asham? We must say that in truth, a carbon is not brought in this circumstance. The reason the Chattas is brought because the, is because the Chattas bird is even brought for a case of Suffolk. Just like it's brought for a case of Suffolk, similarly, it's brought in a case like this as well. Bryce says that if a woman made a nether of Naziris uh, and became Tomei Mace, and her husband was a Mefer, she only must bring the Chattas bird. Now, if Rabbi Yechonin is correct, since not becoming Tomei does not cause self-affliction, the nether should remain in effect with regard to Tuma, and she should have to bring all Karbonis, and for the Gemara, not allowing herself to become Tomei is also considered to be self-affliction, based on a member of Rav Meir and Bryce, where he dashed into the Pasuk to teach that someone who does not eulogize or cry or bury the dead, cry for the dead or bury the dead, will also not have anyone to eulogize for themselves or cry for themselves or bury themselves when they die. And therefore, it is considered to be self-affliction not to be able to become Tomei and deal with other Mason because there will be no reciprocity and no one will want to deal with them. Zak, the next Mishnah. If a woman makes a nether prohibiting herself to benefit from other people, the husband may not be made for the nether. However, she may still benefit from Leket, Shikha, and Peya. Zak, the Mishnah If a person makes a nether, uh, prohibiting Kahanam and Levian to benefit from him, they may take their, the Kahanam still may take these, this, from this person the Truman, the Meiser, against the person's will. However, if the Nether specified particular Kahanam and Levian who may not benefit from them, they may not take from him. And other Kahanam and Levian can take from this person the Truman Meiser, and, uh, and that way they can give Truman Meiser. The Mishnah first says that the woman's nether is not subject to hafara, it's not a nether of self-affliction, which is likely because she may benefit from her husband, he's not included in the other people. However, the Mishnah then says that she may benefit from Lecha Shechem Peya, which suggests that she may, however, not benefit from her husband, because he's in, he is included in other people, and that's why she can get Lecha Shechem Peya. Ula said the husband is actually not included in the term other people, and that's why the nether is not subject to hafara, because she has a means of support, and the nether therefore doesn't cause self-affliction. The mission then gives another reason, and says that she can take Lecha Shechem Peya, which is another means of support, and another reason that the nether does not cause self-affliction. Rava said different, Rava said the husband is included in the term of other people. The mission is to be understood as giving a reason as to why the 
the nether is therefore not subject to hafara. To explain this, the Mishnah says that the reason is because she can be supported from lechet shikha and peya. So it's not called self-affliction. Rav Nachman, a third terrorist, Rav Nachman said the husband is not included in the terms of, of other people. And that's why she may benefit from the husband. The mission then teaches that if they get divorced, the husband then becomes included in the term other people. And at that time, she would only be allowed to benefit from Leket, Shikha, and Peah. Rav, now asks Rav Nachman, how can you say that the husband is not included in the term other people? A Mishnah says, if a woman makes a nether saying, I am removed from the Eden, we understand this to mean that she is prohibiting benefit of Tashmash with Eden. Therefore, the husband is made for the nether with respect to himself, because it's considered to be a nether that's Beinayla Beinah, and not a nether of self-affliction, since she is anyway also to have Tashmash with all the other men because she's married to her husband. And it remains in effect for all the other men. Now, if the husband is not included in the term other people, then this nether could not refer to Tashmash because she is totally also in Tashmash with anybody if the husband is not included in that term because no one else besides the husband who she's mutter to have Tashmash with if so the nether would have to be understood as her prohibiting benefit in general from all other people in which case it's a nether of self-affliction and the husband should be able to be made for the nether completely not only in regard to himself and for the Gemara the case of the mission is different when she says she should be removed from the Eden it suggests that she means to prohibit Tashmash there's no need for the nether unless she's including a Tashmash that's otherwise mutter to her meaning with her husband therefore although typically the husband is not included in the term other people in this case we assume that he is included because we assume it means Tashmish and we assume that it means someone that she's mutter to until now and therefore it's only the husband so even though normally when she says other people the husband is not included in this case we have no choice but to include the husband in the term other people